Internet, the founder of The Word Changes, the fashion brand that motivates one word at a time. And we're here again today for another chat with Ashley Hardy of Intentional You. Um, if you missed our last chat, it was on job search strategy, and that will be on my SoundCloud under The Word Changes. And today we're going to be talking about networking strategy. You know, we're in 2020, the year of being persistent. So being persistent could be in expanding your business network, expanding your personal network. So if you're anything like me, you get a bit intimidated when you're in situations meeting new people. So Ashley's going to help us through that today. So I hope you enjoy it. And here we go. So, hey, everyone, we are here with Ashley Hardy again. She's joining us for our second chat. So, hey, Ashley. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me, and I am definitely doing well today. All right, perfect, perfect. So, what do you have for us in terms of networking strategy, which is, you know, for many people, a difficult uh, kind of area to navigate. So we're so thankful you're here to give us some strategy tips on networking. Yeah. So networking is, um, something that I, I, um, have grown to love over the years. Um, I think it's <laughs> something that people, uh, first hear networking. It's something that, um, can be a little intimidating and yes. something that they don't really want to do, especially for, those introverts out there. Um, but uh, today, what I wanted to uh, just briefly go over was just some effective um, networking strategies that have worked for me um, that you can uh, implement and, you know, kind of stretch yourself and use as best practices to build your professional um, network. So, Sounds good. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and get started um, with the first strategy, which I always say is, number one, making it a priority. Um, the reason why you want to make it a priority is because um, it's not necessarily just, you know, um, landing the job or um, if you're networking to, if you're, for example, if you're an entrepreneur and you're networking to build um your connections and to gain more insight. Um, it's not just about, you know, uh, getting those touch points. Um, what I have found is that, and actually I just read an article on LinkedIn about this the other day, that 85% of jobs are filled through networking, which ultimately mm -hmm. means that, you know, networking isn't for the short term. Um, it's really for the long term. I love it. And I so, love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always love to say that, um, you know, whether it's face to face or whether you're doing it um, virtually, that could be through, uh, 
you know, a Google Hangout um, or by phone that um, you get more access to the decision makers um, by being able to to learn how to network. And especially for, for women in the workplace and just women in general that overall, like we have less access to senior leaders mm-hmm. um, than men do. And yep. um, I'm not, I can only make assumptions as to like why that would be. I should actually do a little bit more research to have some data backed behind that. But um, I'm, I'm guessing it's very similar to the reasons why a lot of women pass up um, applying for different positions or um, don't negotiate their salary as much um, because they um, don't feel as confident or they count themselves out before they even put their ring in the hat or their hat in the ring, I should say. Um, so there's a lot of negative like thought patterns that happen um, around networking, uh, specifically for women that, um, in, I should say, um, prevents them from being able to leverage that network. But um, one of the, so that would be step one, would be to make it a priority um, and to really make sure that um, your approach isn't necessarily what you can do for me, um, mm. but what can I do for them? And so that would um, be my uh, next um, point is what are you able to offer? What's the value add? Um, when you reach out to someone um, for networking um, or to make that connection, I should say, what are you bringing to the table? Because obviously you want something from them, but this should be a mutually beneficial relationship. And because we're thinking about the fact that it's for long-term and the long game, um, how can you um, grow this relationship um, over time? Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that you want to think about um, when building your, or I should say putting your strategy um, together. Right. The other thing. Oh, go ahead. No, one thing I was thinking, because that is a a thing that I deal with all the time, because I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I'm just contacting this person because I want them to, you know, help me to get in, have an in in their company. So it's like, do you have any tip on kind of like how to bridge the gap initially where you don't come off as you know, because you don't really know them essentially in the beginning. So what's something right. that I guess you could find some kind of similarity or familiar familiarity with them in order to make the contact? Yeah, so um, sometimes that just requires a little bit of research. Like what is, as you had mentioned, like what's the, the common thread Yes, between um, you two? Um, maybe you're both in the same industry. Um, maybe you went to the same, uh, college or university, maybe you're part of the same fraternity or sorority, like what is the, um, the common thread? And if you don't, if you're unable to find one, that's okay. Um, one of the things that I always say is then be able to, um, be very clear and concise as to why you want to touch base with them Mm. and, um, being able to, um, explain within, for example, if you're 
doing it through LinkedIn, like being very succinct <laughs> in your reach out because um, you only have like 140 characters. <laughs> but um, but being able to explain that, like, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, interested um, in the role that you're currently in. Um, I'm looking to explore my options. Um, would love to have, um, you know, 20 minutes to uh, kind of learn more about the path that you took. Great example. I reached out to someone. I went to um, an event uh, that um, uh, office uh, at the university that I work at um, was putting on. And they had um, this amazing woman uh, who's a VP of uh, Bank of America um, here in, uh, well, there in Ann Arbor. I don't live in Ann Arbor, but I work in Ann Arbor. And um, she was just like amazing. And she was talking about executive presence and, um, you know, the need for women, particularly, especially black women to have more executive presence and how we can do that. And um, I was just like, oh, she's amazing. I want, <laughs> like, I've already made her a mentor in my head. Right. And so <laughs> I was like, I need to, like, connect with her. So, of course, she's a VP. She's, like, super busy. She's probably, like, mentoring a ton of other people because right. they're all thinking the same thing as me. Um, so what I did was I reached out to her because she briefly spoke about it, but it was something that I picked up on and it resonated with me um, was just the fact that, you know, she talked about having kids. Oh. And so I'm like, how has she been able to like progress and grow within her career um, wow. yeah. and get to the VP level and, you know, all of the, the demands that that requires, but still really be committed. And it sounds like she has a really solid um, like family structure. So how has she been able to do that? So that's kind of what I used as my common right. thread. I reached out said, you know, I was I was at that talk that um, you had at CEW the other day. It was really great. One of the things that stuck out to me um, was your ability to be so upwardly mobile while making time um, for your family and being able to thrive in that area as well would love to um, pick your brain uh, one of these days on, you know, just some of the tips and tricks that you've been able um, that have helped you to be successful in doing that. Right. And she accepted my connection. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's great because I would have just like the thoughts that went through your mind, I would have talked myself out of that as well, because I would have thought, I don't want to add anything additional to her already full plate. You know, but that is, I would have missed out on the opportunity that you ended up getting. So, yeah, that's a great example. Right. And then um, being able to then follow up with that and say, you know, thanks so much for the connection. I know you're really busy. Um, you know, please let me know a time that works for you, maybe in the next month for just 30 minutes of coffee, something that like <laughs> I can afford now that I have daycare costs. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you right. know, come up in. So being able to, um, you know, treat her uh, to that for, um, you know, getting some of that insight, knowing that, you know, I'm eventually going to want to talk to her more so about the professional side of things. But my, my go-to, my in is from the personal side. So I have underlying um, 
But you know like what? Another. I think that's also, sorry to interrupt, that's also another yeah. good example of making networking a priority because mm-hmm. you could have just brushed that under the rug, but you were like, no, we have something that I want to be able to speak to her more about, something in common. So let me reach out. So that I think that's a great example of making it a priority. So mm-hmm. yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the, just, you know, sometimes we have to like get out of our own heads and, and really think outside of the box in terms of like how we can relate to other people. Cause it's not always like we're entrepreneurs or, um, you know, we have, um, the, the industry that we're in is in the same, um, and the, the role that they have is the the role that I want to be in. Like, yeah, those can be some of the, the, um, low-hanging fruit but like really if you do your research or if you're really engaged with some of the things that they're saying like there's always something else that is gonna be something that they typically don't get to ask about like I'm sure she's gotten a ton of ask for from other women because she's a VP in the finance industry um and she does a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion work. So I'm sure she gets a ton of asks for that. But I'm, you know, outside of maybe people that might be closer to her or um, who might know her better, there's probably not a ton of people that reach out for the ask of like, I don't even really, I've only met you this one time, but it seems like you're doing a really great job of that balance. Would love to hear more. So being right. able to you know, think outside of the box and, um, find, do your research and or intently listen and find some of those other common threads that um, can you can connect to somebody. But um, yeah, so that, that would be great. another thing. Um, and then going on to um, the second to last thing I would say is uh, turning your negatives into um, opportunities. So nobody likes to be told um, no. And networking um, sometimes is going to be uh, a learning opportunity for you and that you're going to be able to uh, meet new people. But uh, sometimes people are busy. (laughs) Sometimes people, um, especially those who get tapped over and over again, it might be triggering for them. Um, they might not want to, um, you know, network in that same way where uh, it's it's with um, individuals that they're they're not familiar with. Um, so, they the one thing that I would say is if you get a no, or for example, if you're doing it through LinkedIn or some cold calling networking, and you're not hearing back from anybody, um, that's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't be discouraged. Um, you know, don't um, get your your feelings hurt. Um, one of the things that um, I've learned over time is that you know people are busy, and a lot of times it's it's not it's not me. It's just that um, you know they might look at it and then like never look you know completely forget about it because it's not on their priority list of things to do. Right. And you have to realize that like, you are not their priority. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so um, don't, um, if, it's, if it's someone that you really, really want to get connected to, uh, 
don't internalize any of that. Um, I always say continue to pray about it because God will open doors and, um, and take, take your time with it. Um, You know, wait until you do find something that connects you, or maybe you find um, uh, someone who can be, who is going to be your connection to them. Um, And so that's, you know, take those negatives and and use them as different um, opportunities. Um, So not being discouraged. What about like any tips just in line with that, like getting a no kind of virtually, you know, no one responding to your um, message or what about if you're in person, like at a face to face kind of networking event and you feel like a kind of brush off because I've been at events. I'm going to keep it real. I've been at events and, you know, trying to chit chat with different people and just feeling like I am not connecting with anyone here and no one really seems to be interested in what I have to say. What, what do you have, if anything, in that kind of situation, I guess, to keep us pushing forward despite that? In that context, what I would, I would say, so two things. One, turn the conversation off of you and onto them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, um, if it's the type of situation where you've had time to like do research and that type of stuff, don't ask questions if you can avoid it at all costs that you can find the answer like on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. but if, if it's someone who, um, you know, obviously you're not going to be able to find that type of information on Google ask those um, informative questions of, of them. Like, you know, tell me more because people like to talk about themselves. Right. right. So um, talk about them. And, and, and then as you're asking these questions, you'll be able to find the common thread where um, maybe a more organic conversation can come out of it. And then at the end, you're not even really talking like, you know, making your pitch or you're really not talking about, um, your business or, or kind of what you want from them. But at the end, it's like, this has been really amazing. I, I really have loved hearing about you. Would love to talk more. You know, here's my card. Would you mind if I um, grab yours and maybe we can, you know, do lunch or, or coffee in the next couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, and that actually made me think about that's not only like professional, that's, you know, making new personal contacts <clears throat> yes. as well. Because, you know, the older we get, it's harder to connect with people if you're, you know, a college graduate, stuff like that. Besides your coworkers, it's kind of like, how do you expand your personal network too? So it's like, in that situation, yeah, that wouldn't even only just be for business um, right. that would be making new friends as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm-hmm. always good to, and in those instances, when you, when you say like, you're not connecting, it's, it's easier to do so when you can kind of turn it off of you and onto them. And if, and if you do that and they're still kind of giving you like the, the cold shoulder, take the hint. <laughs> 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 <Exactly>. <laughs> Make the hint, 
um, you know, exchange cards and, you know, follow up later and, <laughs> right. and see what happens with that. Um, but you, what you don't want to be remembered as is as the person who, like that annoying person who just like kept that conversation going and like didn't, you know, get the clue that, you know, either <laughs> I was trying to get to refill my drink or I was actually really trying to eat or <laughs> yeah. uh, so take the hint, I would say. Good point. um and then lastly um I would say a strategy that um outside of uh well this kind of ties into to what we just talked about but expanding beyond your comfort zone um and so the one of the things that um when you're making it a priority some of the best practices that I like is, you know, develop a database. Like, who do you want to network with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do your research. Like, where are these people going to be? Um, or it might not necessarily be a person or an individual that you want to connect with, but these are the people that have the certain skill set that I'm looking for, or these are people that have the type of experience that I'm looking for and put yourself in, um, environments, um, mixers or conferences or, um, gatherings, uh, and, and making sure that your friends know that you're interested in connecting, um, friends and family know that you're interested in connecting to, people with these types of uh, experiences and backgrounds um, so they can also help you in um, getting connected in that way. Um, but building a database of, you know, the, the things and the criteria and the characteristics or the skill sets that you need, because in doing that, um, one, if it is the individual, you can kind of do your research and, and strategize where you want to place yourself, what types of things you want to invest in so that you can make those connections. And then two, I always, now that, you know, everything is digital, um, I might be at a totally unrelated, like um, I went to a vision board, um, uh, not a party, but like a vision board event a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. at the beginning of December and um went with my sister didn't know anybody else there and right. there were as people were getting up and speaking I'm like oh I had no idea that this person that had this skill set was in our area okay so I actually pulled up my like list of things um that I'm interested in and want to be connected to um and my list isn't necessarily people but skill set, experience, background. Um, and mm-hmm. she had um, like three of them. So I was like, that, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to touch this with her um, before I walk out of this building. And nice. so it's nice to have that list um, because for me, sometimes it just brings clarity. Like, of course I would want to connect with her too because she seems amazing but in thinking about how this is going to impact me in my 2020 and in in my um professional and um entrepreneurial life um having that list on hand really 
helps to keep me on track and guide me um, into being much more, and no, not to have a pun on words, but being much more intentional on how my um, <laughs> approach to networking um, stays consistent. Right. No, <clears throat> I think that's great. And it's like, that's something that I am totally going to do, kind of like finding those organizations and aligning myself with that mm-hmm. this year. Cause you know, I, I, I've sometimes become too much of a hibernating type of person in some sense. Yeah. So I need to get out there, but you know, I don't know if you've ever heard about this. I would, at, I was at a women's conference in November, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> while we were there, one of the speakers told the entire room that if you go into your LinkedIn account and kind of, um, open up the Wi-Fi. I I don't know exactly, but I'm wondering if you heard about it. You somehow open up your Wi-Fi and I actually did it there, but I just don't remember how I will have to find out. You will see everyone in the room. And so you'll be able to look through to see like, oh, you know, this person is doing something similar to me and actually seek them out because you'll have their picture most of the time, you know, with their LinkedIn and be able to find them and connect with them that way too. I don't know if you've ever heard about how to do that. I haven't, but I'm going to start researching how. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. So I connected with about 50 women that day because basically you just, you see who's in the room and you basically check off who you want to connect with. And it was just amazing. So I'm going to also look into that and put it in the um, comment section of the post, you know, so people can access that as well. Yeah. Yeah, please. That, was that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was. Super convenient, too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, but, no, those are so- some great tips. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I would I would say if, if you can, you know, start implementing those um, as you approach your um, networking going forward for 2020, one, you'll start to feel more comfortable with it. And two, um, you'll start to see more fruit <laughs> uh, yeah. from what you're the, the effort that you're putting forth. Perfect. Sounds great. Well, these are some great tips. And why don't you tell us where we can find you? Yes, um, you can find me on Instagram, um, intentional underscore and then the letter U. Um, You can go to my website, the T-H-E intentional and the letter U uh, dot com. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook uh, and Twitter uh, at Intentional uh, You. Just type in Intentional You on both and and I'll pop up. Perfect. Perfect. And you can find the word changes on at the word changes on Instagram and also the word changes dot com for all of your um, fashionable, motivating wear. And I hope you guys stay tuned because Ashley's going to be joining us again. We're going to be talking about interviewing tips and we're going to be talking about negotiating that salary. So Mm -hmm. just keep your ear out for when we announce those new chats. So take care, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your day.
Bye.